0: Welcome to Unconscious. This is episode 31, Buccal Massage, the Alternative to Invasive Beauty. An interview with massage therapist and buccal massage specialist, Magali Baudan. Welcome to Unconscious. I'm your host Liz Cook, functional nutritionist and founder of One Seed Organic Perfumes. Today we're chatting about buccal massage. You may have started seeing this on Instagram or TikTok. You know, the one where the therapist has their gloved hands literally inside the client's face. Ageing well is such a big focus in Western culture these days, but if wellness is your primary focus, how do you age well and gracefully without succumbing to medical procedures or invasive therapies? Buccal massage has a reputation for being the alternative to invasive beauty, such as Botox and fillers, and for good reason, it actually works. Not only to define your facial features, reduce puffiness, and refine skin texture, but also to create a more relaxed face overall by its attention to the underlying stress and tension in the facial muscles, tendons, and fascia. And it even helps release trauma that might be stored in the facial fascia.
1: Now, I see Bukan massages um, Pilates for your face. The way that you would try and stretch, tone your body. You know to keep it young and supple, we have to apply the same to our face even more so because the face is what we show the world i would see it as a proactive treatment as well as a repair and maintenance we store emotions in our fascia in our muscles they say the blood has got a memory by moving you know these muscles and fascia and releasing you know the connective tissues we are releasing the emotion
0: so let's jump in Magali, I am really, really excited about having this conversation today about buccal massage. I recently had three of your anti-aging facials, which um, I absolutely loved. And I have to say, I know you told me that most of your clients fall asleep and I thought I'd be one of the cool ones that didn't, (laughs) but I do want to be really um, transparent here and say, I'm pretty sure I fell asleep all three times. It is the most relaxing Thing that I have ever done, and I get a you know one hour um, full body massage probably once a month, and I always love it, but I don't fall asleep. Whereas this was super powerfully relaxing, so we'll talk a bit more about that. But to get started, can you tell me exactly what buccal massage is? And also, I've heard it pronounced in various ways. How do you actually pronounce it?
1: So, I will pronounce it the French way because. Mm-hmm. I'm French and I actually don't really know any other way to yeah. get <laughs> it wrong. So I pronounce it bucal massage. Bucal, all right. And then I have to explain uh, what it is. Um, and it is the massage of the intraoral, the inside of the mouth, targeting the cheek muscles and around it.
0: So go a little bit more in depth. So why would somebody actually look for this type of massage? Because when I talk to clients and friends about it, they all think it sounds weird. Like why would you want someone's fingers on the inside of your mouth? Is there a history to it? Like who, who started doing this? Whose idea was this? Where did it come from?
1: So this um, technique um, dates back 40 years now. The facialist um, Joelle Sioko um, is from Paris and uh, came up with uh, this technique. So she would have had a demand there or found the interest um, then ago, you know, in the 70s, late 70s. Um, I believe you get a deeper work working from the inside of the mouth because you have access to muscles, ligaments, attachments, fascia, from the inside that you don't get just from the outside. Um, it is a deeper work and you will get a better release um, doing so. So I do love facials, but it will do the work on the, the surface of the, uh, of the skin, if that makes sense, while I focus on the muscles. Yeah.
0: So just for a bit of background for our listeners, I've come to you because um, initially I was looking at, I, I felt like my face was kind of stuck. I've had a lot of um, stress in my world the last, you know, five, six, seven years. And I felt like when I would speak on a podcast or do a presentation, I felt like almost my jaw and my face was a bit stuck. So I started to Google you know, how to release facial uh, muscles, et cetera, and came across buccal massage on a YouTube video, which is then, you know, Googled who does this in Adelaide and found you. Um, but you, your particular focus these days is what you call organic facelift. So buccal massage is part of that process. Can you tell me what is your background and how did you come to integrate buccal massage into what you do?
1: So I am a qualified massage therapist with um 20 years experience. So I do love the work of you know massons physical sites releasing tension, and I came to a stage after 20 years of giving <laughs> um, that my body was uh, starting to um to suffer from uh, from it. So I started looking at uh, what I could do next involving still uh, massage. And uh, I came across this this technique, um, which fascinated me because I thought, what can I do on the face for an hour? (laughs) And yet (laughs) we do find (laughs) um, the time because there are over 43 muscles on the face and we go through just about every one of them in detail. So uh, so yes, um, a bit of an accident finding it in a way, um, because it happened at the same time of the royal wedding, um, Meghan Merkel's wedding, five years ago, and um, everyone was talking about her line. everyone was talking about her aesthetician um, at the time in New York, and uh, I stumbled across that um, as well at about the same time. So um, there was no looking back after that. So there seem to be very few b- become
0: massage practitioners still in Australia and I, I do see them online sometimes on um on Instagram you know on reels and so on I'm seeing this thing become more popular but why do you think in Australia it's not yet well known or um are potential practitioners perhaps a bit wary still?
1: No I, it is happening um I follow some um, facialists and uh, that. So um, the therapist who came to Australia five years ago has never come back to teach this technique. So we were the first lot to um, learn the technique in Australia. Then saying that um, there are a couple of um, facialists who went to um, Joelle's for the training And um, then I think there was a bit of a gap, but now there are more people training coming to Australia. So it is happening, um, whether all the therapists who learn the technique then go on to doing it. Or the other thing I find is they often have it as one of their treatments amongst other ones. And it's not their one focus um, like it is for me. So maybe they're not as easy to find. So, um, so yes, I think uh, in the next year or two there will be a a big search happening because it is trending as well. So um, why wouldn't you you want on your um, menu? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, what's
0: the difference between buccal massage and a TMJ release performed by a physio? Because, um. When I first started googling, obviously TMJ release is something that really helps with facial mus- muscle tension, etc. A lot of people are finding their teeth grinding these days, and so we get that real um, tense. Uh, I was going to say tensity, what's (laughs) intense tenseness? It's more than just tense. It's almost like a locking in that jaw joint, whatever that's called, but basically your TMJ. So what's the difference between if I go to a physio and I get a TMJ release, which I also have had, um, between that and then a buccal massage that you would do?
1: So their technique would be very specific in the sense they would use let's say, trigger points therapy, dry needling, manipulation, myofascial release, and you would be in a chair, in and out, and job done, you know, you will get exercises um, to take home to strengthen the jaw as well. My approach would be more holistic. Um, the uh, it, It's done in a comfortable setting with a warm bed, Dimmed light, luxurious gowns, soothing environment and I think it helps the body to start relaxing as well and then I will start by warming up the muscles, the whole area in and out. So I think there's a build-up to it that will help you relax and it's more like an experience rather than just a treatment. And we deal with uh, the physical side of it, but also the emotional side of it, which is often linked with um, stress and, uh, and TMJ. So I would say the difference would be very much the comfort side of it, the, um, the um, experience of it.
0: Do you often have clients then get emotional on the bed when you're performing this technique?
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. It uh, it does happen. It can happen on the bed soon after or in a day or so afterwards. And I would expect it because um, we store emotions in our fascia, in our muscles. They say the blood has got a memory. And um, by moving, you know, these muscles and fascia and releasing, you know, the connective tissues. We are releasing the emotion. They say the emotions are written on your face. One can tell when uh, when we're stressed and happy, sad, it shows on the face. And more so um, muscles that are tight, you know, by um, clenching, by holding words that uh, we shouldn't be saying um all these get stored and yes when they get released um there is uh, an emotional release some people want to to do it more in the privacy of their car afterwards or you know at home but sometimes it can just flash out which is i think very healthy
0: Absolutely. I mean I want to talk to you a little bit about therapeutic touch in a minute and and how how much of this technique actually then um, you know the release has to do with therapeutic touch as well as the practical you know fascia release and so on. But as you're talking I'm I'm remembering a book which I tell everybody about and when I I read it, it totally changed my understanding of humans and trauma. but it's called the Body keeps the score. Do you know that book?
1: my husband has read it and yeah. yes i should read it as well
0: yeah and that does talk a lot about how we as humans where we store emotion and that all the traumatic things that happen to us do get stored in our bodies and then as you're talking about storing emotion in the fascia it just goes to you know making me recall all the thing the things that i've read about emotion getting storing getting stored in the fascia so i think we talk often about um, you know, ways to be mindful and have making sure we have downtime and connecting with ourselves and having time in nature. But I really feel like this particular aspect where we can actually release emotion from our fa- fascia in a physical way, as well as the our human need for therapeutic and gentle kind touch, is perhaps something that's missing from our holistic approach to wellness and and mental health and coming back back to ourselves. Can you talk to me a little bit about therapeutic touch as it relates to what you do in buccal massage?
1: Yes, um, this is something that um, I feel very strongly about. I have often been asked why I don't use machines and um, even uh, the uh, the steamer <laughs> in a you know fashion's room would be a common uh, sight. But um, I really believe it is important to allow oneself to be able to be in a room and with a, a therapist and nothing else in between, and allow the touch, which we humans need and uh, and crave. I think, especially after COVID, um, having been told not to touch, kiss, um, mm-hmm. connect, you know, and there's definitely a demand now for a human touch. As soon as one puts, you know, their hands on on a body, even through a, a donor, or that there's a power there, there's, uh, there's a connection with energy that uh, I can feel every time. And it might be different every time with the same clients as well. Um, I think it's vital that we keep these connections and, um, and take the time to appreciate these physical connections and what it can bring and the exchange of energy that can happen so um for me, it is uh, it is very important to keep it that way.
0: Yeah, it's funny that you say that I, I actually was just having a conversation with my son about this last night. We were recalling you know the three years that we had of disconnection, forced disconnection from from other people um, and we were talking about some of the effects and how how people kind of l- we lost our ability to even think sanely because when we are, forced to disconnect from one another, it, it actually goes against our humanity. So we've come back, I agree with you, we've come back almost with a craving for connection and for touch because we weren't allowed, or we were told we were not allowed to have it um, for way too long. So are you seeing a little bit of a, I, I guess it's not a re-emergence, but like a, a strong desire for people to connect in that way as it relates to what you do and how you practice?
1: Yes, absolutely. And um, I would say a lot of practitioners, a lot of therapists who have got on those machines are starting also to go back and have treatments that involve touch because of that uh, that demand. Nothing can compare to me applying some sort of pressure or just um, – Uh, yeah, a touch on on the the face or the body, nothing can replace that. No machine or equipment can, um, yes, can replace it at all. I, I know
0: that your practice have become massage, you're mainly focused on the natural facelift lift aspects probably more where that's how your clients come in to see you. And obviously as we're talking, we're saying there's way bigger benefits than just the natural facelift aspects. And, and we'll talk about that in a minute and what, what exactly does that look like. But what else do you hear or see from your clients, some of the other benefits of having this procedure done?
1: Yes. I'm glad you're asking that. Um, As much as I get real high on seeing clients' speeches change, I love hearing what clients associate um, this therapy with. Um, As I mentioned before, emotional release can happen. I also see an acceptance, you know, like an appreciation, call it self-love, you know, um, or change of focus. Um, And I'll give you an example of um, a client's uh, experience who initially came for um, a frown, you know, let's say a deep line between the um, the eyebrows. And it was her initial concern um, on the form when she first came in. And she has been a regular client. And now she will not mention that uh, frown. Firstly, because it has eased up a bit, because the work you know and that I do does make that change happen, but also because her focus has changed on her well-being and um, and accepting where she's at, and that it's not as you know important or vital as she thought it might have been uh, months ago. So. That makes me really happy because I think it is more important to accept our face as it is and as it's ageing gracefully the best we can Um, and, yes, but still get the changes happen, you know, um, on her face as well. So there's there's that factor um, that I get often uh, where people actually forget the initial concern. (laughs) Wow. And another one that I had recently, which really uh, surprised me, but it's also very good to get that, uh, that feedback, is um, a client suffers from uh, high blood pressure and um, irregular heart rate, and uh, she started wearing a, an Apple Watch and, um, so that she can check, you know, her health and her heart rate throughout the day if she gets stressed, and um, she had it on during her treatment, and it all went to the lowest that she has. Wow! She showed her GP, and uh, he said, "From a facial." She said, "Yes, not your facial, but go with that. yeah,
0: it's not just a facial.
1: <laughs> he should come and have one." Wow, that's amazing. She's thrilled with that because then for her it's much more than uh, lifted uh, cheekbones and uh, lines, you know, uh, smoothing out. We're talking a a health issue there that uh, she knows she can control a little bit getting back into that zone you know that um almost meditation zone that uh, mm. I, uh, get to <laughs> so, so i i would 100 percent agree with
0: that because i think that's where i go i think when i've had the treatments with you i don't necessarily fall you know heavily asleep but i go into a deep meditation zone that i cannot get through any other technique i i it's It's ridiculous. It's so deep and therapeutic and calming. You literally just go to your safe, happy place and you stay there.
1: Yes, which is a surprise if uh, we go back to what the treatment is, which is (laughs) buccal. And and at some point I will have my uh, gloved fingers uh, in your mouth and um, it could be the very first time, you know, for for you as a client. and. Clients will fall asleep or be really, really out of it, <laughs> if not asleep during even that part of, um, of the treatment. And uh, they often get very surprised. Well,
0: exactly and that's often when I'm telling my friends about this treatment they're saying how do you fall asleep when somebody's hands are inside your mouth and you know pulling out your your fascia and tendons it doesn't sound relaxing but that's a great segue for you to talk about what the experience of become Massage is um, so a lot of people are freaked out by the idea but I think that as as listeners are you know listening to what we're talking about and that it's not just a facial. Um, I'm sure people are already very curious and and Googling (laughs) who's their nearest become massage practitioner, but obviously I'm really sold on it. But let's talk through what the experience is. What does it feel like from the client's point of view, but also what does it feel like from your point of view? What are you feeling when you have your hands on and inside a client's mouth? What are you seeing? What are you feeling? And what are they feeling?
1: Yes. So it is, um, it is a synergy um, of, of um, things during the treatment. Um, like I said before, you know, the setting, the music, lights, all these things matter to get you in the mood. But my first contact with you will be like a breathing exercise. And I think it just helps for you to become relaxed but also present you know, you, you've shut the door. You're just leaving problems behind for the time being, and just breathing, which is essential um, for us to to relax, touch down. You know, and uh, I can feel through the breathing in the first five minutes the change already in the, in the room. And my next move will be to um slowly activate the um, lymphatic nodes um, to help for drainage after further done in the the treatment. And uh, we work on the the back of the neck and just, again, continue to relax the whole body, not just the face. And during the cleansing um, that I do, it allows me to assess the uh, the skin, the quality of the skin, and uh, also the muscles. How much you know they give or resist? How much tightness um, there is? And um, by that time, I have got a pretty good idea of um, the person's needs and uh, and also the the intensity that I can uh, uh, reach because it's different for everyone, especially on the first visit. I have to use my my expertise and my intuition as well. And age is not a factor um, because I can have um, a client in her 20s with a very stressed (laughs) face um, and also a low quality um, of the muscles' tonicity. And I can have a client in her seventies um, with the bouncy <laughs> um, skin and uh, and muscles and uh, hardly any stress in the uh, in the jaw, for example. So it's not an age thing; it's um, a DNA, you know, and lifestyle. And so I can never judge by the ages. I think where I'm trying to um, to get to, yeah. yeah. So uh, from there I've got a pretty good idea of uh, what my next um, step uh, will be. Um, the third one will be the uh, actual lifting massage which is on the outside um, where I warm up the muscles and um, and I lift in very precise movements um, and it becomes like a flow and I think as we continue the treatment, the whole body continues to um, to relax and get into that uh, deep state of uh, uh, meditation and relaxation. Uh, so by the time I um, go into the buccal part of the, uh, the treatment, it seems like a, a seamless uh, transition. Uh, often people would think you know are uh, the lights going to come on because she needs to have a good look or, or that and really it, it is not it happens really um, um, organically you know with no transition except me putting the gloves on but yes by that time most people have passed down so. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and, and that part working from the uh, the insides will help to, Stimulates the blood flow, the oxygen flow, and uh, every muscle gets some some attention. Some will be stretched. Some, you know, will go one way or the other. But there's a purpose. There's uh, a knowledge of the the muscles, which is quite complex because um, they go in different directions. They don't attach to um, the bone. All of them. They overlap, they, you know, so you need to know what, um, what, what you're doing. And um, that part is, yes, fairly uh, smooth. <laughs> and clients will say it wasn't as invasive as I thought it would be. Um, and that's a winner for me because that means, uh, yes, job well done. You know, we got them into that uh, comfort zone.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a big point, isn't it? Because by the time, as you say, by the time you've got the gloves on, I know it. when I've had the, the, the bical massage with you, I hear the gloves going on, but I'm like, oh, are we, is that where we're at? You know, you sort of get lost. You get lost somewhere and um, it does feel very smooth. It feels very smooth. It certainly doesn't feel invasive in any way either. I've got to say that. Can you talk to me about what's happening in the face from a biomechanical and and physiological perspective during the buccal massage, like what happens within the muscles, the tendons, the fascia, the lymphatic system, if we were to peel the skin back and watch how everything is shifting and changing, what would we actually see?
1: Yes, so I now think uh, you would have guessed that uh, I focus on the muscles underneath and not the skin. Um, that's for skin experts, you know, but the muscles are attached to the skin. They're attached to it, you know, in in some areas or other. There's also the fascia, the connective tissue. So people will often think that their face, their skin is um, heading south. But really the muscles underneath the culprits, you know, the muscles become loose, uh, as we age, some you know we lose the um, the tonicity, you know, the collagen in the um, in the face, but the muscle is responsible for a whole lot of it, and the skin will follow the the, the muscle. So we need to strengthen the muscle. So what will happen is um, it will lift the muscle, it will train them to to work again you know um some become lazy some are overworked so they're just too tense to to do <laughs> much and it's just a matter of releasing these muscles to allow them to sit better on your face and have that rested look which a lot of it of us have forgotten what a uh, rested <laughs> looks <That's> true <laughs> Uh, And then the skin will uh, will follow. If the muscle underneath is tight, the skin will show, you know, some some lines. I'm not saying that uh, lines, wrinkles are all linked to that. There's the the genetics, you know, happening, the aging, um, and that. But it will definitely help for them to be smooth and connected. And and it is a big part of my work is to reconnect, to make them smooth. And work together and breathe, and um, having new blood coming through, you know, clean oxygen coming through will give you that glow um, as well from the outside. But also, that sensation of um, my experience was that I had uh, much more space inside my mouth <laughs> because mm, that's interesting. I, I seem to um, bite the inside of my cheeks. But if I massage it, then, uh, yes, it will be smoother, more connected um, with the skin. So this is one aspect of it. It will give you that lift. On the jawline, you know, it will give you that definition again. Um, the cheekbones will pop up <laughs> and uh, often we forget how beautiful, you know, cheekbones, you know, can be and change the, the features of the face and around the eyes. It really changes the look of uh, of the face but also with them um, tight um jaws it can with time have an effect on uh, the bone structure yeah. if the muscles are always tight tense and pulling and the fascia you know uh, will pull and uh, and it will pull everything with it it will change your features in you looking stressed and uh, you know and that Hence, look that uh, I see clients um, have when they come in. So that those are the changes that uh, that I see. So it's intricately linked, you know, the the muscles and and the skin. And um yes, it's uh, and car- and
0: I guess this is what you can't get. This is what you can't achieve when you're having um, in invasive or you know what they'd call even non-invasive uh, procedures, but medical type of procedures, even uh, something as what we would call now minor, I suppose, Botox, um, a lot of these things or fillers and so on. I mean, you can temporarily achieve some type of relaxed look with these techniques, but what you're not getting is an actual physiological change underneath, right? So you have to constantly go back for a top-up or um, whatever it is. And, I, I mean, I don't know also, I've not had Botox or anything. I'm not sure if you are then not even allowed to address the underlying muscular structure, et cetera, once you've had a procedure like that. Does it affect it? I'm not sure. But to me, it makes much more sense to address the underlying structural issues and tension issues and thereby release that tense look as opposed to just having a temporary um attending to it temporarily and then having to go back every 3 months 6 months 12 months because still you're you're still going to get a dragging down of your features because yeah. you're not a- addressing the underlying issues
1: that's right it's um it's a patch up but um yes um uh, we have got uh, restrictions um with that in that we have to wait 4 to 6 weeks after someone has had botox or fillers for them you know to 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 sit you know do what they should be doing and set and um there have been examples where i, I could actually feel under my fingers the the fillers and it's really unnatural
0: <laughs> yeah do you have clients come to you that have been having these type of procedures and have abandoned that for a more natural approach to uh, facelift
1: yes and more so the clients who have been told to do botox for a tmg release uh-huh. they said that it either didn't work or stopped working or actually aggravated the um the the, the look um of the the face like the draw around you know um Yes, so uh, then they would abandon that and uh, look at something more um, holistic, uh, like work. So, yes, and, and I'm really glad, you know, um, that this is happening. Um, my view on Botox is um, not very positive.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us are coming around to the idea that there's better ways to age well than temporary fixes i think there's there's definitely a lot of people going that way and realizing of course what we put in our bodies is way more clit- critical than you know how how we can fix a, a problem or what we deem to be a problem temporarily so i love that a lot of people are coming around to looking for more holistic approaches to not only wellness but also to to beauty and and restfulness as well are there yeah are there aspects of call massage that Um, we should be cautious of or are there people that are not suitable candidates for this type of natural facelift or technique
1: yes absolutely um pregnancy is um one um because there is a link between the um jaw structure and the pelvis um structure so oh
0: wow that's just blow that's my mind can you talk to that for a second do you know much about that
1: yes so um the um the Bone structure of um, the, the jaw is the shape of a butterfly, and the bone structure of the pelvis is also the shape of a butterfly. So if you work on the jaw and try and relax it, it might have uh, a second effect, you know, on the uh, the pelvis. Wow which you don't want um while you're pregnant, so I need to be really aware of it, but um there would be ways to go around it in that would be not to go inside you know as much or really work lightly on the and the cheekbones and that, but then again, you know, why would you it would be half um maybe, <laughs> yeah, well, it
0: may be best to wait till the baby comes out and then go. Yes. Go get get someone to get you to buy you a bucal massage, <laughs> and then you can really relax.
1: Right, and then, all the way. All that applies to to facials, you know, skin infections or or young scars like fresh scars, um, wounds, um, these kind of things um, as well would be a no an go.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, as you say, there's a waiting period if you've had if you've had Botox or fillers or something. There's a waiting period as well. Yes, that's right. Okay. So aging well is such a big focus in western culture these days and i you know we we don't want to talk about it because we you know we want to say oh it doesn't really matter and la 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 but to be honest i think most of us want to not only feel well but also look vital and healthy for as long as we can so for those of us who have a, a place a really strong value on natural wellness and medical and surgical procedures aren't something we want to entertain how do you think we can then um, incorporate buccal massage into the practices that help us age well without synthetics or men- medical interference? And then, I guess, on the other side of that, I know part of your um, approach to buccal massage and the, the, um, positive aging facelift, let's say it that way, is for clients to actually do the work at home. Like you've said to me before, I don't want to be the one fixing your problems. You need to attend to these things at home and, you know, work out, you know, feel your your face where the tension is, etc. So can you talk to me about how how do we incorporate something like bucal massage and then the techniques that you would suggest for people to use at home if they want to look well and feel well into the future?
1: Yes. So firstly, I would like to say that aging well is a mindset. Um, It's also a combination of uh, what you feed your skin, your body, how you move it. Um, I don't like to use the word anti-aging because I see aging as an inevitable process to embrace. And
0: and a privilege because not everybody got,
1: gets to get to that point in their life. That's right. So um, I'm I'm okay with aging for now, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yes, I want to em- embrace it and I want to try and change people's mindsets as well. Um, now I see massage massages um, Pilates for your face in um, a way that you would try and stretch. Tone your body, you know, to keep it young and supple. We have to apply the same to our face, um, even more so because the face is what we show the world. We can't cover it in, in clothing or or that. We can cover it with makeup, but um, that's the first thing that um, that I would say. So try it, you know, work it. Um, I would see it as a proactive treatment as well as a repair and maintenance. Um, there's no, oh, it's too late for me to get started um, with uh, with that. I have clients in their 20s who are doing it as a preventative, you know, and keep their muscles alive. Um, if someone needs some, you know, repair as in, just make sure that the symmetry of the face is corrected and the jawline is lifted, and that, and then maintenance to, to keep it that way. Some people might need to come fortnightly, and some I would put straight on a monthly because um, their muscles are in a, in a good condition. It is rather rare, but also I want clients to um, be responsible for. Uh, for their face um and yes take some responsibilities
0: so tell me about what other things we can do at home that you find are really effective if if we want um to continue the benefits of buccal massage at home. Um, what are some of the techniques? I know, you know, there's gua sha, there's what's the little devices called that um little suction caps? What are they called? Oh yes, the cuppings. Yes. The cap yeah, facial cupping. There's all of those techniques and we see them all, you know, social media all the time. What are the things that you find are actually beneficial and that you would recommend either on their own or in conjunction with you know, a monthly or fortnightly session of Bukal Massage?
1: Yeah, so I love sending my clients home with um, what I call home care. <laughs> um, Not homework? <laughs> and I believe it reinforces the true fact that uh, we can do a lot now from the comforts of a bathroom. I think for years we were taught, you know, you need to go and see your uh, your therapist. <laughs> all of the time, but often we don't have the time or the, the finances to do all, all of it um, frequently. But then we shouldn't feel bad about that either. Um, so I really want that to come across, that people can actually do a lot uh, from home. Um, I also um, call it a ritual or timeout, self-care, you know, to be able to shut the door in the evening and spend five, ten minutes looking after oneself. Um, so I personally I look forward to my own ritual in the evening. You know, I know it's five, ten minutes just for me. <laughs> um, so I'll start um by cleansing the face and I go deeply now. I don't just um gently <laughs> um go over the, the skin. I tend to, to massage at the same time and get a feel, you know, with your own fingers um, if there are um, tense areas or, or loose ones, which could seem like a contrast, but it all happens, you know, on, on the same face, different areas. Um, mm-hmm. And spend some time just working it, giving it um, a flow, you know, and some glow with the, the lymphatic, you know, drainage um, happening because it removes stagnation. And um, I think it's the best way to keep the, uh, the face um, alive. Um, I love to, to, to work with the, uh, the guasha. I think it's a beautiful tool to have um, in your bathroom. There are lots of um, tutorials um, online, social media to, to teach you how to do it. And um, I personally, you know, try my best to do that. And um, and even the bucal massage can be done um, by oneself. It it won't give you the same um, feeling uh, for sure, but it will get the job done. And I think well, you
0: won't fall asleep while you're doing bucal massage on yourself. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> that's absolutely right. And again, you know there are great tutorials um, out there on, on how to do it, and it doesn't need to become a chore or you know. Um, it can be even a few minutes is better than nothing is the way I see it. But if it starts becoming like uh, oh I have to do this, then I wouldn't, you know, because then it removes the um, the um, not the fun out of it, but the, the purpose, you know, the intention. Um, so um, so yeah, I would definitely tell my clients to uh, to do that and and. Feel good about doing it, not it uh, being an extra thing that they have to do.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. There's been so many little insights today that I didn't even expect. It's been such a good conversation. Now, if anybody wants to look you up, um, either f- you know just to follow what you're doing or to book in for a Bucal massage if they're located in Adelaide, how do we get in touch with you, Magali?
1: So either through social media, Organic Facelift by Magali. Or, um, my website organicfacelift.com.au. Uh, um, I love having a chat, you know, beforehand. Some people have got lots of concerns. They want to know if it is the right thing, uh, for them. And, um, I, I'm always happy to uh, put them in the right direction if it weren't. Um, but really, I can't see, um, any reasons, you know, um, why it wouldn't. It's a, it's a great experience to, um, to have. Absolutely.
0: My, my very, very favourite relaxing and also uh, functionally beneficial <laughs> experience. So if you're thinking about it, absolutely book in because, you know, I'm, I've got to book in again soon because it's my favourite thing to do. Magali, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been so much fun and uh, yeah, look forward to speaking to you again soon.
1: Same here, Liz. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Unconscious is presented by One Seed. Find out more at oneseedperfumes.com. And please don't forget to subscribe, rate us on iTunes and share us with your friends so we can all live a little more consciously.